Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're back in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, starting at verse 22. One day Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and started out. As they sailed across, Jesus settled down for a nap. But soon a fierce storm came down on the lake. The boat was filling with water, and they were in real danger. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Master, Master, we're going to drown. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and the raging waves. Suddenly the storm stopped, and all was calm. He then asked them, Where is your faith? The disciples were terrified and amazed. Who is this man? They asked each other. When he gives a command, even the wind and waves obey him. Just another incredible passage from the ministry and life of Jesus with the disciples here. And he once again surprises them. I don't know if you picked up on this with how they respond to what happens in today's episode, but (laughs) they are just completely caught off guard. And I hope that we catch that magnitude of what is taking place as we look at these verses. Being around people can be exhausting, and Jesus decides as they're going to head across the Sea of Galilee that he is going to take a nap, right? A good nap does everybody all sorts of good. And this highlights Jesus' humanity again, right? He gets tired and he needs sleep. The disciples have got this, right? How hard can it be to sail across the Sea of Galilee? A lot of them have uh, boats. Uh, A few of them know how to sail. Remember that they're fishermen, right? Peter, James, John, and Andrew are fishermen, at least. You know, who knows if there are other disciples who know how to fish. And all of a sudden, a storm comes up, and that's not uncommon for the Sea of Galilee. And if you were to do a little study on the land or to look at sudden storms that whip up out of the Sea of Galilee, this happens because of the shape and the the form of the land around it, where all of a sudden you'll get straight-lined winds out of nowhere, and it'll create these storms in the middle of the sea which cause you know, a fair amount of people to capsize their boats and to potentially die. This is something that is causing these disciples to be afraid. They are taking on water. And we have to keep in mind, right, we, we have these nice fancy boats or pontoons now, which are really difficult to capsize because we have these hulls that we're able to ballast and everything like that. These are wooden boats with oars and sails, and there are twelve, at least 12 people in this boat with Jesus, and they're trying to cross this lake in the middle of, and they're swamping this boat. Water is coming in. How much trouble are they in? They are in enough trouble where the people who are experienced sailors and fishermen are afraid. Jesus does something that they didn't expect or had ever seen before, right? You consider everything that Jesus has done with them up to this point, everything they've seen Jesus do. And then he goes and does this. Have you ever tried to command weather? Yeah, it doesn't work that well. We can't even really predict it super accurately. Not only can Jesus heal the sick and cast out demons, not only can he teach with authority, but he can command the weather. Think of that sentence, right? Jesus can command the weather. Why? Why is he able to do that? because he is the one who created them, right? This is him being active that John records in John chapter one. He is active in the creation of the world. And as the wind and the waves obey his command, the disciples are left rightly, I think, terrified and a little, a little scared, right? I, I'd imagine that they are scared of the, now instead of the waves, they're 
maybe a little scared of the person who's in the boat with them, right? Like if, if this man is powerful enough to do this, what else can he do? What else? What else? <laughs> I'm at a loss for words here as we consider, right? well, because a lot of times what we do is we take this passage and say, well, Jesus can call him the storm in our lives and isn't this symbolic? Jesus is powerful. This is incredible. This is the man that asks these people to follow him and he asks us to follow him. Jesus is so powerful here, which leaves us kind of to this question here. Are the disciples wrong to be scared? You know, at least they know who they could turn to uh, when things were kind of going south, right? At least they know that, um, (laughs) at least they know to turn to Jesus. If calming the storm was such a shock to them, you're right. What did they expect him to do when they asked him for help, right? He's still asleep in the hull of this boat, which I, I don't know how tired Jesus is or how heavy a sleeper he is, but he is asleep during this whole time in the middle of the storm. Maybe they want him to bail water. Jesus isn't a sailor. He's not a fisherman. And, and yet they're still asking him for help, right? So which kind of begs the question, what do they expect him to do? He asks them a question here that points us back to the parables we just covered. Where is their faith? Again, it doesn't matter how much faith they have, but it matters who their faith is in. And what he's inviting us here to realize as we read this parable is, yes, he's powerful. But as we consider who Jesus is, we have to recognize that God is going to take care of them, whatever happens. If they capsize this boat and drown, if their faith is in Jesus, God will take care of them. If they survive, God will continue to take care of them. Now, this isn't an invitation for us here to live stupidly, right? This is not an invitation for us to go and, say, play basketball on the interstate because God will protect us. No, that's not that, that's being stupid. That's not living in faith. That is being reckless. And, and what is being said here is that we ought to have faith in God. It's important not to put God to the test, but recognizing that Jesus is able to take care of us reminds us again and again why the Bible tells us to not be afraid because God has got everything under control and we can take that to heart. So as we consider this text, our takeaway point today is this. Do you take Jesus' question to the disciples to be more of an invitation for them to not be afraid or more of a gentle rebuke for them not believing in him? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.